Hey, I'm Sean Harrison. Yo, you already know what it is, man. It's Big Sean. Yo, what's up? This is too short. Hey, I'm Mariah Carey. Holla at your folk. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yo, what's up? This is Robin Thicke. What's up, everybody? This is Cy Smith, and we are in the mix with Trent. On demand! Broadcast to do here. Listener discretion is involved. I done told everyone that I was a hoe. I sucked a lot of dicks in my day. I done fucked tricks and bitch slapped many motherfuckers, and God knows I did my share. Check for because the people running this city didn't leave me a nary option. But that was yesterday. Today I am a woman of God making sure that sin don't have to come climbing in your back doors you like it did mine. I hold so you could fly, Chuckalisa. <laughs> You know what time it is. It's time for In the Mix with Trent. A conversation you didn't know you needed from your Keep It Real friend. And, and black people, stop acting like that. Y'all know the trans people is around. What's a baby mama golden parachute? People treated me like I contracted AIDS in the 80s. Continue to stay inspired. And now, the one, the only, Trent Jackson. Well, good Wednesday morning, Tay. Make sure that our live stream is up working. <laughs> good. Um, you're in the mix for Trent, live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify on demand. Good morning. Hope you're doing well. And I hope that your hump day is already low impact and high vibration. <laughs> I hope no one has started shit with you this early hour, but stranger things have happened. <laughs> so fresh in from happy hour and a two hour now. Don't be alarmed. Don't look. Let me just say this now. Keep your fucking comments and your DMs to yourself. Bring them, but send them and bring them, but keep them to yourself. You know what I mean by that. Don't start judging me because in addition to you guys trolling me about my ex, all of which is my fault. I invited this in, by the way. So I don't take um take it too personal. If you guys have enough gall to um come and rebut or you know say respond to what I'm saying, um then you have, we have every right to have a conversation just be prepared for what I'm gonna say cause I wasn't prepared for the shit that was getting ready to fly out your mouth in judgment so just be prepared you already know what you're dealing with and what I've come to find out is that y'all like to engage anyway y'all like the drama and the fake chaos and y'all like to be cussed out because no one has ever talked to y'all like this in your whole life so half of it is intrigue no let me break it down a third of it is intrigue a third of it is um hatred and rage and the other third is satisfaction y'all are some confused people just just be satisfied in in agreement and don't try to argue with me because you're listening to my show because i'm right i'm the subject matter expert on a lot of shit okay the conversation you didn't know that you needed. Thanks for listening. I poured a little too much cream in my coffee this morning. Not something that I'm accustomed to. You know, I'm like, I'm like I'm big and black. Oh, well, fair, light skin. Still black, golden. Yeah, it's a little bit too light for the color I like it, but it's an order. How about those Lakers? Yeah! Calm down. It's only one game. Oh, I'm not a Laker hater. I was at the bar last night watching the game, and it's so fun hanging out with um, homosexuals who are also into basketball. Um, this is twice in one week I hung out with my homeboy. Yeah! Oh, yeah. So he asked me last night, he was like, so are you into relationships? I was like, very much so, aren't you? Isn't that what all homosexuals desire? A nice boyfriend and a dick to play with all the time? Of course not. They want all the dicks at one time. 
So, um, no, um, shout, I don't even want to. Shout out to James. <laughs> it's great time. Love hanging out with you, by the way. I told him I was going to talk about him today. I said, once you become close friends with me, it's fair game. <laughs> People absolutely really have to hate that about me, right? But secretly like it. No, but we had some very interesting Not even interesting I've been saying that word a lot lately I had to go back and um, listen to the playback of the show from Monday (laughs) Yeah, um, I always roll my eyes listening to my shows Because number one, they're my show I talk, so I don't like You know, people don't like hearing themselves talk But I had to make sure that I wasn't repeating myself because so many of the things um, that are happening right now, um, it's like, am I being trolled by the universe? <laughs> you, you have to be being trolled. You know, retrograde is such a strange time. Um, you know, I learned a lot talking to James last night. Um, and it's some of the sentiments that I had on the show on Monday, just about. Um, giving people collective space and um, you know allowing them to be people Um, so many things that we talked about um, last night and I was very appreciative of the conversation and very grateful um, just for life for my experiences all of them good and bad Uh, it was just nice to um, interact and uh, listen to another gay black man from my era um, that I have history with, um, non-sexual history with. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm not, you know, in all honesty, I'm not one of these sexual people, even though I do a lot of flirting, right? <laughs> um, no, see, I do a lot of flirting, um, and it's all in fun, really. But, I really am um, into building friendships with people in all honesty. It's what I really, really want because I know that um, connection and relationship is what is going to carry things in the grand scheme of things. And it's just so amazing that people just miss that component so much at the time. Uh, There's a certain something that I want to talk about and I have to come up with a very crafty way to talk about it. (laughs) Is this a Spotify show? Well, I always think it's live. So then there's people that you are listening to. Anyway, <laughs> lots to cover. I got some listener email. Shout out to um, our friend to the show, Ethan Ward, and his Reputation podcast. There's a new episode out. Yeah! Oh. You ever want to get your life together? You ever want to have a... You think this is a real conversation? Go and listen to that podcast. It will put all of your privilege into perspective, child. There is no better way to check yourself than to listen to somebody who um, has gone through some life shit that you ain't never been through, that you'll never know about, that you ain't ever going to have to touch. You know, and people that listen to my show... Listen, I know um, my demographic. Y'all make a certain amount of money. Y'all live in a certain neighborhood. <laughs> Might not be quite where you want it, okay? But it's it's a lot more than what the, the average person has. Be grateful for that. Baby. Oh, my God. And that's not to discount some of the places that we've been and some of the experiences that we've had, okay? Not at all to take away from that. But listen. I'm just grateful that I'll never know about homelessness. I'm ne- I, I know that. I know that there. I will always have a place to sleep and, and, and a safe place to be. There is privilege in saying that. I am grateful that my mother worked hard to provide a place for me and my sister to live. I'm grateful that I have friends that let me sleep on their couch when I want to make moves across the country and I ain't got no money. Yes. Might not be my own house, but I've never been homeless. I've always had a place to eat and, and lay my head. And fell asleep in the car by choice. 
No, it's privileging that, and we've got to be grateful. It's time for a break. Thanks for listening. You're in the mix with Trent, live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify. You're listening to Trent. You're ready. You're ready. In the mix with Trent. On, on demand. Uh-uh, don't do that to me. I'm like, uh-uh, Mm-mm. I heard it coming from across the room. <laughs> I need some more sugar for my coffee. <laughs> I should have just poured some from my own tank. <laughs> anyway, you're in the mix for Trent, live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify On Demand. Shout out to Jarissa, listening in Brooklyn. Um, I got your email. Tay gave it to me. Um, and I appreciate it so much. Yeah, I won't be an asshole today <laughs> while reading emails. Um, thank you for saying so many people want the chance to even speak to their ex and make amends. You are doing something most people dream about. Keep breaking barriers, Trent. You are doing the right thing by releasing and clearing your karma. Be free. Thank you. Yeah! Hope I pronounced your name like Jalissa, Jalissa. Honey, I did my part because, bitch, I knew it was a test, child. I'm not playing with the universe like this, please. Mm-mm. I knew I knew what it was about when I saw it, okay? No, thank you. Because I got to release and make space for, um, you know. Go watch, um, go follow me on Instagram <laughs> at Trent the Artist. Yeah! And I posted the video. Yeah! You know, it's so important, and I say this all the time. And I'm going to take it a step further today. Sometimes people can be your redemption. You have no idea. Um, you know, people, they're nothing more than um, souls um, powered by spirits and um, encapsulated in bodies. So, a part of, there's always more than meets the eye. And sometimes you are literally interacting with an angel. And don't even know it. Just as you are interacting with demons, sometimes you don't even know it. And it is very important to handle every person that you meet with care, even if you don't like them. Because it is always a test to see what you're going to do and how you're going to act. And it's baffling to me that people miss this small detail every time. Every single fucking time. Come closer because I want you to fucking hear this. Turn your speaker out. (laughs) Handle everybody with care. That is the key to winning in life. Is treating people right. And doing the right thing by people. And especially when you are in a position of power and you don't think nobody looking at the shit that you do everybody sees the nature sees so do the right thing the first time so you don't have to be paying for it and let me just take it a step further and i'm about to step on some toes but somebody needs to fucking step on your feet because your parents failed you just like mine failed me on some level Let me, one second, you know what? Cause I gotta, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget. Um, one day, uh, I and I don't tell this story a lot, but I was working for the famed film director George Lucas. I worked for him for a month in 2019. And 
um, it's so funny because I would avoid George every time I would see him because I knew the people in the office um, were bothered by that. George wouldn't talk to anybody. He would talk to people, but he would always, and, and, and I'm not trying to pump myself up, but he would kind of go out of his way to say something to me. And I would go out of my way to avoid him. And I think that he would go out of his way to speak to me because he knew that I was going out of my way to avoid him. Um, because I have this certain gravitas and people want to come fucking talk to me and all. And celebrities do it all the time, which is why I find myself in these situations and I try to avoid it because I didn't want to. First of all, I'm at work. OK. And there was a clear delineation at the time between my work and my, my personal life. And I didn't want to make it look like that. I was one of these people trying to, you know, insert myself and come up because at that point I hadn't even started my station. Matter of fact, getting fired from George Lucas was the jump off to the station if we're going to be honest okay so it's a great story to tell about how i got fired i'll do that one day when i get more famous but i'll never forget one day i was walking into the building and our offices were up on the 28th floor and there was i was going in and i accidentally bumped into a guy who was coming in the opposite direction because there was two entrances into the building so i bumped into him and he was like oh i'm sorry it was actually his fault and i was like oh it's all good i was very very nice i could tell that he was in a rush and i you know i waved my badge and then i heard that he was coming up to the 28th floor so i didn't wait or anything in the elevator but i was like this fucking asshole and he was coming to my floor and I knew and I knew that we were the only people on the floor. <laughs> OK, so I went up and unbeknownst to me, I won't even say that who he was, um, but I was very, you know, cordial. Right. He gets upstairs and he sees me. I'm working in HR. He sees me. And he's like, oh, my God, the guy from downstairs in the lobby. He was like, I'm really sorry. You know, um, for bumping into you blah 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 and he was like thank you for being so gracious and kind with my misstep and he said it in front of my boss he said it in front of george and all these people right but had i been a nasty ass person not even knowing you know he was coming up that could have gone a number of different ways so you never know who you're talking to or interacting with so it's always important to be nice upon you know first meet right and I know that that situation carried me a long way. I say all that to say this in a roundabout way. It never fails. People act like. Mm, I got to See, I'm editing myself. <laughs> Sometimes people are not ready for the next level and you're not ready for the next level because you miss this one small thing. Treating people the right way. You could have the best personality in the world, the great, the greatest looks, the the whole. You could be the whole package, but if you fucking walk in and ignore the receptionist, or you roll your eyes at somebody who you think is just like a low level admin or something, not even realizing a lot of the times that these receptionists and these admins, they're the people running the place. The first thing that the boss is going to do is go to the receptionist. How did you, what did you think of X, Y, Z? Or how did they treat you when you walked in? No matter what I've done in my career as an assistant, as a receptionist, because I've, trust me, I've worked my way up the corporate ladder in more ways than one. The higher ups always come back and ask me something about, you know, the person. And whenever I say, trust me, it has carried weight. Outweighed a lot of situations. And it's so surprising that even people in my personal life, they just treat me like I'm a regular ass nigga. And then one day they walk into a room and I'm sitting behind the desk. Who's laughing now? It's not so nice anymore. So treating people nice. Answering a call for lunch. Goes a long way in a lot of books. And for a lot of people who want to move up and do things, it all goes back to the way that you treat people. The reason why you are in life at that job that you hate is directly tied to the way that you treat people. It's karma for the way that you treated people. A lot of the shit that you go through at work 
is nothing more than the way that you treated people in the outside world that you think that you wasn't gonna need or would ever see again. And you get all that shit back at work. And you ain't got no choice to fucking deal with it because it's directly tied to your income. So now you're miserable and you stuck. Don't even know how to fucking fix it. And every time you want to jump and change jobs, you can't. And when you do, you just jump into the same situation because you haven't cleared your shit up. Treat people nice. Go back and clean up your mistakes with people. Apologize for your transgressions. Because otherwise, you're going to have a time and you're going to be stuck and you're going to keep repeating the same mistakes with different people, same situations with different people until you clean it up. And it baffles me that people have not gotten it yet. People mishandle me all the time, not even realizing that sometimes God sends me to be the redemption. And depending on what you do and how you act, directly tied to where you are in your life i can tell you right now everybody that has ever fucked over me including the people that i'm related to are having a hard time in life be careful the universe is watching nature is always watching i'll talk about tomorrow when i come back because baby this conversation that i had with my homeboy last night confirms everything that i'm telling you right now Thanks for listening. You're in the mix for Trent. Yeah! I'll be back after this. You're listening to In the Mix with Trent on on demand. You are back in the mix with Trent live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify on demand Wednesday morning. Yeah! Thanks for listening. You know, it's so crazy when I woke up this morning. Let me get my phone so I can read this text yeah! message. Uh, I need to charge my phone up. So I got a message because I was after happy hour last night. I went to sleep. So yeah, um, I had one Hennessy. Oh, I'm sorry that all they had was 1738. Okay, so they didn't have Hennessy at this bar. I said, this is a black establishment. Why ain't y'all got Hennessy, okay? Y'all got fried shrimp, okay? Fried chicken, fried catfish. Where's the Hennessy? <laughs> so, where did this dark liquor come from? I don't understand. What, what, who started this? So I had some of that 1738 with my concoction, the mixture. It was great. Very strong. Um, then I tipped back to the house and went to sleep and then I woke up and when I woke up like at four to come here um, I saw this text message that came through at uh, 10 o'clock last night legitimately said what's up cuz you coming over <laughs> now just for the record um, I am not affiliated I do not gangbang I know a lot of gangbangers <laughs> haven't responded <laughs> What's up, <laughs> Like, this is the most hood nigga, like, of all time. From Compton, just... <laughs> just just imagine, like, a super crib. Like, what up, cut? <laughs> it's, th- it's this nigga. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> it's so fascinating at the same time. It was like, you really are just a homo thug like the epitome (laughs) like let me hang out with you some more so i can incorporate you into one of my dramatic works because there is like no way people would not believe that you are like crypt out like this okay and a homosexual a whole ass gay nigga out here america isn't ready america is not ready but i am more ways than one. Um, I was talking to my homeboy at happy hour last night. We had such an interesting conversation that James, hey, I know you're not gonna hear this show. So I'm free will to talk. And don't and don't let me catch around my house. Shut up, Ted. Um so we talked about a gamut of things, and I never thought, you know, here's I
you know, after talking to him last night, and I said this to his face, I was like, thank you for sharing all this because um, this helps me um, fine-tune my knobs on my board and my brain <laughs> to where I don't become Jermaine Jackson. I'm telling everybody else not to become Jermaine Jackson, and here I am, Jermaine Jackson and Cinderella at the same time. <laughs> Just like some of y'all be. That's why you gotta watch out what you say to people because then it could be you. Listen, it works just like that. I'd say it all the time, it applies to me first. So look, I'm not example. I'm gonna come back and tell you, like, bitch. You fucked up on that one. So, <laughs> um, it allowed me to really um, be more um, careful and considerate. Um, and I know this before. I've had friends say this in different variations to me. Um, but he was just explaining to me about um, the effect that COVID had on him. So um, being in quarantine, um, people are just now like slowly coming out of that. Um, and just hearing his experience with um, quarantine and how it affected him. I had never really um, taken into account how it affected other people, even though I had heard all these stories. Um, and for me, I had a good time during COVID. <laughs> no, honestly, um, nothing. Ch- and I and I feel bad saying this, but that's why I listen to podcasts like Ethan Ward's Reputation because it checks my privilege. It was a privilege, even though, um, cause quarantine for me, like it was real, but I, you know, I kind of, how do I phrase this properly? <laughs> I kind of quarantined with a group of people. Um, so we saw each other and stayed around each other, you know, during the whole time because, um, I just kind of got sucked into a friend group, right? And so many beautiful things came from it. But even in my own isolation, it didn't bother me because what everybody, what the world was going through collectively, what I had already gone through in my life. So I was saying to my friend last night, I was saying, be grateful that you came out of that isolation in that period, you know, and you're starting to warm back up because that was just a year and a half, two years that people were in the house. Okay. One year, it wasn't a long time in, in, in hindsight, okay? In the grand scheme of things, it was a master class for the world on self-improvement. So many things that it was a first for people. People, first time they lost their jobs, first time they got evicted, lost cars, um, lost friendships, lost loved ones, dealing with death. All that shit that people got in a couple year time period had been my whole fucking life. How about that? Back to back without reprieve. So just imagine that three years never ending on a loop for fucking 35. Oh, okay. Yeah. So COVID wasn't shit to me. Staying in the motherfucking house and not dealing with nobody. Bitch, ain't nobody ever fucking want to deal with the fat homosexual. So y'all sitting in the house entertaining myself what was fine for me. It was the best time I started a radio station. I got close to friends. I learned, bitch, I learned a lot. COVID was beautiful for me. But that's the table's turn. Because while I was going through my shit and losing jobs and being evicted and being blamed for all the shit that I was going through at work when people were saying it was my fault going down to these white people jobs, acting crazy and talking crazy when stuff was happening to me, when I was getting judged by every fucking body, while everybody was having fun going on any trips and spending money and having boyfriends and doing all the fun shit, I suffered and I had to watch. So just like y'all watching me fucking live my life and have fun, please don't be mad at me because y'all wasn't there in Arizona when I was going through my shit and my sexuality was getting used against me and I had to go through all... Y'all wasn't there for all that. So it's my turn now. And see, what y'all miss all the fucking time, just like I was sitting up listening to my friend last night talk and talk about his depression and all the stuff that he had gone through during COVID. And it's not to like laugh at him because I'm glad that he made it out. Everyone does not. Only the strong survive. 
However, in saying all of that, you've got to watch how you fucking treat people. You can't just discard anybody and act like you ain't going to ever need them for nothing. And just using them as objects for sexual gratification like homosexuals often do. You can't go around doing that. People have feelings. They um, like plants. Delicate. You can't just be going because you. there's a price that you pay for that. And people don't even make the fucking connection. That wow, I'm being treated like this because I did this as such and such. Yeah. And maybe you do. And maybe that's why you don't fucking interact with people because you got to sit with yourself and think about all the fucked up shit you did and how you acted towards people. And then you look at them and run into them in the elevator. Wasn't expecting that. (laughs) Or run into them behind a desk sitting at a job looking at you when you got an interview. And you got to look at them, look all sexy and hot. (laughs) While you're begging for a job to get out of your own karma that you fucking created yourself. And then even when you get a way out to try to fix it, you get complacent, thinking that someone is just going to automatically throw you a bone because of who you are. In order to get a different result in life, you've got to do something different. Can't keep on doing the same old shit expecting a different result. There's a price to pay for that too. It's called insanity. You post the memes on Instagram and Facebook all the time. Now you're living it. Ouch. Yeah, hard pill to swallow, right? We've all had to do it. Swallow the pill, shit it on out, and sit with it. Because we have to be aware of the karma that we create. It's not so nice when the sh- when you're wearing the shit, but you've created it for somebody else. Be mindful. There's always a price to pay and you will always look, it's going to find you right when you're comfortable thinking that you're having fun and living a life. It's going to strike. Then you're going to be looking tossed up and crazy. Wishing somebody had come help you, but no one is coming to save you because all the people that the universe and God sent to help you, you fucked over. You had all the answers for everything else. Answer that. Just like I try to help people and throw them a bone, sometimes you got to step back and save yourself. How about that? You're in the mix with Trent, live streaming on BKT Radio and uh, Spotify On Demand. Thanks for listening. You're listening in the mix with Trent. Let's go! Right now! On Demand. Excited to go to the segment. <laughs> You're back at the mix with Trent live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify on demand. Thanks for listening. I love your excitement and your enthusiasm today. Um, shout out to uh, Jesslyn Charlize. She uh, just well, not just started, but um, she just relaunched her skincare line. And I ordered some products from her. I can't wait to try them on air. I'll tell you all about it and um, get her info so you can order some of the um, the products too. Um, I met her at a party uh, last year, I believe. Um, and we just kind of hit it off. I think I talked about her before on the show. I just didn't name her. <laughs> and... Um, you know, we I followed her on I followed her on Instagram that that night because I was like, "You're so funny! Like, what's your Insta?" Because <laughs> I don't ask for people's phone numbers anymore because it's that's so like 1990, <laughs> and you have to adapt to the time. So, like, what's your Insta? <laughs> you know, then I mean, I met you in person, then I can compare the two in real life to see you know what's going on. <laughs> Very authentic and true to her brand. Love her when I first met her. Yeah! I'm so excited to support. Um, it's so interesting because I was talking to a friend about her um, who has also tried her products before. And um, she was like, yeah, I see that you, you know, bought a whole bunch of stuff from her. And I'm like, yeah, like, isn't that what you're supposed to do? With, you know, for people that you like, you support their stuff. And she was like, well, you know, people don't support. I said, oh, bitch, I know they don't support. 
But I can't say that my friends that and people that I've met don't support me because they have. You know, um, they might not support in volume the way that I want them to, but they definitely have. So, you know, I can't say, but for the mass majority, most people, um, friends don't support friends. Entrepreneurs will tell you that um, a lot of their friends are not their supporters. It's not the way that they make money. Um, I can't, again, I can't totally say that because people that I know, um, they've swiped their cards, they subscribe. So, I get it. However, it's very rare that you get um, a lot of people. And, 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 and one thing about L.A., and, and this is maybe true in other places, it's a very much a bandwagon city. So when other people see that somebody else is you know, supporting that they know, they then want to jump on the bandwagon and do it because they don't want to be left out instead of spearheading the movement. So I'm grateful for my friends that um, I feel have spearheaded the movement because it's about 10 of my friends that I know, solid friends, that I can name off the top of my head that have spent money and that have supported and have bought shirts and subscriptions and the whole nine. And I'm grateful for that. No, seriously. But I also see how their genuine support has improved my life, but I've also see the way that their lives improved by being supportive friends. Every friend that has supported me, I'm telling you, they good things have happened for them. I'm thinking about um, young Crystal, and I use her as an example all the time. Um, I don't want to say that, but let's just say this. And it wasn't a, a slight, but sometimes people spend money when they don't have it readily available to spend as a form of support. And then you see like things happen in their life. It's like, oh, bitch, you did that. Like, yes. You know what I'm saying? So. A small twenty dollar, you know, T-shirt purchase or subscription might turn into, you know, a hundred thousand dollars for you. Or it's, you know, I've seen it happen. Listen, or listen, brand new cars, like stuff. So you sow seeds and you support in genuine nature, and it comes back. It's biblical for the people in the back of their Bibles. Because I'm telling you, the, the church people that wake up early as hell can come trolling just to see if I'm gonna talk about sucking a dick. No, because my show ain't about that. According to AI, it's about personal development. Get into it. I'll say something about that. Well, y'all sitting up here casting a first stone. Are y'all supporting y'all friends with businesses? So go and support your friend's website, okay? Miss me with all the crap trying to sit up and judge, judge yourself go forget your ex-boyfriend for the shit you put him through and ruined his life leave me the fuck alone because i did my part okay the universe didn't say go be friends with this nigga the universe said what are you going to do with the power when it's yielded to you miss girl she didn't say nothing about a friendship what you going to do with the power So, about two summers ago, I was sitting in my friend's living room telling the story about how um, that man hopped over my fence. (laughs) And I remember one of my friends saying specifically, he's in love with you. And I said, child, that is a weird ass display of love. Bitch, he's not in love with me. He can't be. He was like, what are you doing to these niggas to make them hop over your fence on a Sunday? I said, honey, I don't know. You would have to ask them. Then they were like, well, how does that even happen? Then one specific, one person specifically said, I don't see it. I would never do anything. I don't even see. How does that even happen? You shouldn't ask questions because now you know. Now you're in the position one to hop over somebody's damn wall. Your fucking self. You know how it happens. Motherfuckers take shit for granted. They get comfortable. They mishandle you and then poof, like a ghost, I'm gone. That's how it happens. Now you fucking know. You answered your own fucking question, nigga.
around my house. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Did I tell y'all how I went in the middle of the street the other day and started yelling into the night? I don't think I told that story. Did I tell that story? I don't think I got that far in my show the other day. I don't think I told that story. Somebody left a note on my car. See, I'm up too early in the morning to be thinking about what I did and what I said and who I said it about and how I said it to. Anyway, I didn't tell the story. I don't know, but I went. Somebody had left a note in the car and I said, bitch, stop leaving notes on my fucking car. Catch me outside. How about that? And... Um, my mother was like, you are insane. I did not raise you to be like, I said, I don't give a fuck how you raise me, nigga. That's your fucking problem. You fucking passive about the wrong fucking shit. Somebody directly left a fucking note on my car. You gonna sit up here and be calm. How the fuck would you feel if somebody left a note on your car talking some motherfucking bullshit, nigga? These niggas see me come and go all motherfucking goddamn day long. How the fuck you ain't said shit to me when you fucking see me outside? Bitch, say something when you see me. So I fucking lit up a blunt and I stood there at my car for hours. And you know the nigga came outside and, and moved his car from behind mine and didn't say shit to me. Now, I'm not about to ask you if you left the motherfucking note on the car because I'm going to have tone. And then you're going to walk up on me and I'm going to have to crack your ass out here in the middle of the motherfucking pavement and, and get clank clank. We're not doing all that tonight. So I yelled, honey, they came. I think I told the story, bitch. <laughs> bitch didn't say nothing to me. That's what I'm talking about. Niggas always want to motherfucking do some shit, but when it's time to fucking square up, you don't want to say nothing. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought so, motherfucker. What, you thought I wasn't going to fight you because you taller than me and, and bigger than me? I will knock your damn head off. <laughs> I'm tired of niggas walking up on me and leaving notes and doing passive-aggressive fucking shit thinking because I'm a punk and I'm soft like a teddy bear I won't fight you <laughs> have you ever seen a bear attack somebody nigga it's not a fight that you want <laughs> bitch oh is it time for a break take a <laughs> you're in the mix with Trent live streaming on BKT radio and Spotify on demand thanks for listening <laughs> I'll be back right after. You know what? What if? Oh, I was about to flip out. Like, oh my god! You're listening. In the mix with Trent on on demand. Let me tell you how burnt out I am. Like I saw the times on the clock and I really like genuinely thought that we had already did this segment and there was like the next one was the last segment. <laughs> what the f- <laughs> Like I'm finally like waking up after all this time. Like uh, <laughs> damn near the end of the show. Like, oh hey, good morning. <laughs> yeah! Hi. You know, um, my homeboy asked me um, last night during our talk, one of many things we talked about, um, we, and we were just talking about um, the weird feeling of being um, 40 in this day and age because, um, you know, it wasn't uh, our parents 40 and in a lot of ways. So he was just, you know, you know, asking me how I felt about, you know, having to you know, maneuver um, in this in this new, you know, world that we live in. And, you know, he was just saying, you know, we've become our parents. And I was like, in a lot of ways we have, in a lot of ways that we haven't. And I was like, we are parents 2.0 without a lot of the, 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 tra- the trimmings that they had. And he was like, well, no. And I was like, well, here's where I disagree. Um, for the first time in, you know, recent history, our generation was the first to deviate from and redefine the American dream. The jobs that our parents had um, were the same jobs that our grandparents had, right? Um, and kind of maybe depending on like what part of the country you lived in, their grand, their your great great parents had those jobs too. But for instance, 
my great great um, grandmother was born into slavery and did not have that type of job situation so it was my grandparents that were the first to like get you know the I guess like the steel mill jobs or the civil service jobs and work their way up you know those jobs did not exist by the time I came along there is not a job that I could have and retire you know um, from in 20 years because they don't exist like maybe two of my friends and my age groups have those type of jobs where they've been there already for you know 20 years at this point let's say something like that and they have about 20 more years to go um and they retire you know at 55 60 but for us me and a few others it's like we haven't like bought a house we haven't done that, you know and i've experienced all that before and you know whatever whatever but you know it's just some people don't know really how to make it make sense you know in the grand scheme of things and i told him our generation was the generation of the guinea pig um they tried everything else uh, on us first and improved it with the, the next generation so we were the last and i've said this before in the show we were the last of the generation um that know what the analog the old world looks like and we are right below the generation of the digital age so while we were not born with devices in our hands, we they were introduced to us. And then, you know, a few years later, we've got four year olds and five year olds with cell phones and handheld gaming systems, digital kids. Right. So there's this new ushering in and we know what it was like before. And because the society that we live in has done away with those old values, like where do we fit into all this new world? Because we're too old to be digital, but fucking, um, you know, too young to fucking know for this bullshit, this fake bullshit. So you've got to jimmy rig the system, you know, to work in your favor. And what does that look like? James, you're not the only one. We're all doing it. And, you know, some people, they adapt and assimilate the best way they can roommates you know marriage and it's not a knock to um the way people choose to live and fit in it's just it's just another version of doing what you have to do everyone is not meant um or built to ride solo and, and i get that but if you are honey don't fret you're not the only one <laughs> and you get it which is probably why you listen to my show yeah! forgive the ex and move on even if they're not worthy Trust me, it's not for you. It's it's for the it's not it's for not for them. It's for you, because trust me, they're paying the price in more ways than one. <laughs> Baby, living in a private hell that you done created your fucking self. Oh my God. Oh, girl. God bless everybody, and God bless you for that. Cause bitch. Uh-uh. Yeah! Baby, you know me, pound. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> Yeah, but everything works out in the end. I'm telling you, you just got to be nice and treat people right. You always win in the end. It takes a long time when you do it the right and honest way. And trust me, the people that cheated and scammed and schemed, they never get away. Every time you run into them, they're looking miserable and crazy and covering their eyes, trying not to look at you, baby. They can't take that shine. (laughs) Blocking their ass, just fucking their shit up. While fucking simultaneously thinking about all the fuck shit they pulled on you, right? <laughs> now they work in a Popeye's drive-thru. I'm looking a mess. <laughs> anyway, you're in the mix with Trent. Thanks for, uh, for listening. <laughs> that flash across the screen through me off. Child, the fire alarms went off in the building earlier today. That vertigo, the flashing lights, that shit fucked me up. The strobe lights. I was like, ooh, I'm getting old. My God, could stop these things. I had to put on some sunglasses. This is too much. Does that mean I get motion sickness now, too? I shouldn't try to get on a roller coaster, right? You're listening In the mix with Trent on, on demand. Well, look at that. We're at the end of the show. You're in the mix with Trent, live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify on demand. Thanks for listening on this good Wednesday morning. As you know, if you've missed any portion of the show, it does restream again at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. on the West Coast. Then again at 8 p.m. Pacific 
and 11 p.m. on the East Coast tonight. Yeah! All day nonsense. Oh, I'm sorry. All day personal development, according to the AI. Okay. The very interesting times that we're living in. Um, and as always, be kind and treat people with respect. And it's never too late um, to go back and clean up your mistake. And before you guys send off your emails today, <laughs> I want to just go back and revisit something about supporting people. Don't do things just because you think you're going to get something good back. That's called using. Okay, do things out of the genuine good nature of your heart because you wanted to do them. Don't force yourself to do anything because then guess what? When you force yourself to do stuff, somebody is going to be forcing that same energy back on you. You're going to ask for something or you're going to need something. It's going to be a. (sighs) (laughs) You're going to be met with resistance. So just beware of that more so than ever. The energy that you put out is definitely the energy that you're going to get back tenfold. And it's moving very quickly, almost instant, depending on your level of shit that you got coming back to it. Good and bad. Okay, it's child. Listen, just be mindful of that. Um, mm -mm. Because it's because I'm telling you. It's always the people that you least expect and judge the most. Always. And one thing I'm grateful for is walking into a room and um, being greeted with people that um, are excited to see me, that um, are happy to see me, um, that are grateful for my presence. And I'm also grateful to walk into a room and smile and say, I'm glad I didn't treat you like shit. (laughs) Or I'm glad you caught me on a good day. And I'm glad I was nice or... Whatever the situation, because you, I'm telling you, it's countless times I've been saved just by treating people nice and showing up the right way. I've always won because of that. And it, no, seriously. And it feels good for people to finally acknowledge that and to um, really just understand how being good natured um, makes a difference and how it um, manifests in your life and I'm I'm appreciative and grateful for that even though I fucking complain most of the time <laughs> but yeah so we're at the end of the show yeah! thank you so much for listening today I appreciate it let's do this again on Wednesday more I'm sorry it is Wednesday yeah! see you looking at me Friday, 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 Cinco de Mayo. Maybe I'll have um, a Cadillac margarita this time around. I usually don't like Cadillac, but we'll go for it. Thanks so much for listening. You've been in the mix with Trent. The conversation you didn't know you needed. Let's do this again. On Friday. You're listening. In the mix with Trent. On, on demand.